Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Alrighty. Are you able to see the comments? Um, I have it on the side, yes, ma'am. Okay. The, the ticker is going to have our old issue, but I forgot to create one for tonight, so... I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't feeling all myself. And I was going to tell you, but I said, no, I just. The rough one. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. Can. Hey, cousin, how are you? Good to see you this week. Hey, Sister Tori. Y'all just doing it tonight. I got four people, five, but I can't see. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Remember, if you have businesses, post them. Blessings, Pastor Tracy. Good evening. Good evening. Blessings. I think it's the topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think it is. Mm. Right. How is everybody? Hope you guys had a great day. You here for it tonight? I hear you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to give time. Zachary Turner. Blessings. Blessings, Pastor Shanae. You know if you start talking, we ain't going to be able to see your comments. Uh, love you guys. Thanks for always meeting us here. You had a great week so far, Pastor Tracy? That is awesome. I think I'm still recuperating from my weekend. Blessing, <laughs> Pastor Rivera. Our weekend was kind of out there kind of out there. God is doing some stuff. Yes, Can't complain about it because we asked for it. So got to deal with what's afterwards. Got to deal with Yes, Lord. This should be a good topic tonight. Um, I think it's more common than we are aware of. Blessings, T. Blessings, T. Would you say, Queen Apostle? 
Queen Apostle said hello, everyone. She'll be, she'll be joining us soon. What'd you say, Pastor? I just said blessings. Oh. Yes, ma'am. I never text you back. <laughs> when oh. you text me, Pastor Tracy? I thought I answered her. Thought I texted her back. I apologize. That's not me. We were in the store when you text. I, I really thought I responded. But I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Never too late. Mm-hmm. Never too late. I'm going to go back and look at our messages. <laughs> Never too late. It's been so much going on. I've had like three deaths in my family. My God. And, uh, it's just a lot. When you're kind of that person, so it's a lot. We still got to funeralize one this weekend, so we. Wow. And then Apostle has another one. Her her best friend, her bestie, her best friend, passed away, and she has to go eulogize her. So it's just been a lot of deaths around us. So it's been a lot going on. Tonight's conversation. I I don't know if it's going to be a long conversation again. Pastor Tracy, you don't have to text me again. It's going to be there. I'm going to go back and look at it. It's my fault. I apologize. Take full responsibility of that. Um, Tonight, you know, thanks, uh, Pastor Shane. Uh, For the past couple of weeks, we have been talking about um, aligning ourselves for some, realigning ourselves for others. Um, and, and, and doing it in a way that will, um, get us closer to God. And in having that discussion, I was just in the car riding with my bestie as always. Pray for me as I travel to Maryland. I'm going to be right there with you, cuz oh, yeah, we're going to be praying. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in the car and I was like, man. How you gonna cover me and how I'm gonna cover somebody and I can't cover myself? And she was like, Ooh. I was like, Yup, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna continue because <laughs> it goes along with you know being realigned, and um, there's no wherewithal or tell it all uh source that we can say that would just bring you back into alignment other than prayer, but there's some real things that we must. Um, acknowledge that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is our prayer tonight that God would be with us in this discussion and that uh, something that is said uh, will be able to be applied to your life, to your situation. We pray that God would help you and give you the understanding. God would give yes. you the words uh, and that God would give you the peace, which is necessary for all of this to take place. Yes. Peace and forgiveness. And you can't have one without the other. And so it was our desire that, you know, God would do it for everyone uh, who is watching us and those who are connected to us. Um, So we appreciate you all joining us tonight. Um, Our disclaimer is always that we don't claim to know everything um, because God is still yet dealing with us. That's right. All we can give you is what God gives us and what our experiences have allotted for us to say to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no problem referring you to somebody else. 
Um, but I, I just, you know, feel like the conversations that we have on here are conversations that really should be going on in the church, but people are afraid to have them for some reason or another. Um, I guess they don't want to expose their vulnerability, but uh, until we um, become more transparent, it's going to be hard to bring people in at this hour. Um, and it's imperative that we get as many souls to Christ as possible and that we as the church hurry up and get ourselves together because we're the biggest uh, hindrance to the world because we got our own issues that we're refusing to deal with. And then they, they're just not willing to come and put up with our stuff when they already doing it in the world. That's so true. we have to figure out a way that's conducive for them to come in. And so tonight we have again with us Pastor Hall with Realigned Ministries. Amen. And um, we had such a fruitful conversation uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, she's been preaching and teaching and praying. And you know, so we had to give us some time to regroup. And so um, tonight we want to talk about how can I cover you when I can't even cover myself? And I know that some people might say, well, you ain't supposed to be covering yourself. I need the deep people to go take a seat. Uh, when I <laughs> when I say uh, when I can't cover myself, meaning as we've already been talking about the issues that we're dealing with, the issues that we are carrying around with us as we try to serve, as we try to minister, um, as we try to be that one for everybody, because we just seem to be that person um, that people come to. So how can I be everything I need to be to everybody else? And I'm still trying to take care of me and it doesn't seem to be time or room um, enough for me to be taken care of. Uh, yes, I have my bestie, but guess what? She got her own stuff. She a whole married woman. So she got ministry. She got marriage. She's my caregiver. She has my health. She has things that's going on. And sometimes uh, it might take somebody else because she might need pouring back into. Yes. And so we spend time pouring back into one another. But what if we didn't have each other? Who would be that person to cover me while I'm trying to cover other folks? You know, so what say ye, Pastor Hall, about that? This, this is um, this is a topic that can go a lot of ways. First and foremost, um, I honor God. I honor you. I honor Apostle Wyatt, <laughs> Prophet Wyatt. But um, I wanted to say that. Um, the, the the topic can go a lot of ways, but um, I think with leaders, one thing we have to do is be honest. We have to be real and we have to be able to say, um, hey, I need help or hey, I'm tired. Um, that's one way. And the other way is if there is issues unresolved that people are dealing, that they are dealing with, there needs to be a level of deliverance that needs to happen because you can't lead and bleed at the same time because that is going to overflow. It's going to overflow on others and they're going to respond to you according to the hurt. 
or the offense or however you retaliate based upon your bleeding. Okay. So we say that, well, you, like you said, and it has been said by many before that we can't lead and bleed when in fact, that's really what's going on. Yes. If, if, if we is. just tell the truth, it is. Um, that's really what's going on is because mm. uh, some, because of traditional upbringing, um, that we are just not supposed to allow others to know what's going on. We're supposed to come and act like everything's going to be all right because Jesus is going to fix it. Mm -hmm. And we are supposed to continue on in ministry. We're, we're supposed to uh, take care of that, which God has entrusted us with. And because unfortunately for there's been a breach in the, in the gate, you know, at the mm -hmm. gate yes. and, um, we are not able to share one with the other with fellow leaders. Yes. Um, blesses uh, sister, missionary Shanae, blesses Brittany, Mother Green, Apostle Yearwood, blessings, all of you who are coming in. Oh, uh, feel free to chime in. Feel free to chime in. Shanae said, wow, that's deep, bleeding on open wounds, infected oh, yes. others. And um, some leaders because of what I just said, because the way they were brought up is like, okay, I know you got your stuff, but you got a people to lead. So you need to get up there and mount that pulpit and do what's necessary. You need to continue to go on. And so this mm -hmm. is what they have been conditioned and trained to do mm -hmm. while whether it be in error or not, it is what they have been trained to do. And here we come now saying, you know what? Um, Cause it's, we're, we're, we're um, what's the proper word I want to say? Um, we're looked down on because we will say, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm going through a little something right now. I don't need to be in front of the people. So I'm going to have so-and-so, you know, be before the people. Then we're weak. You right. know, then we're yeah. entitled weak. But mm -hmm. um, I, I want to come back to the leaders um, because it's important to me um, that leaders understand that we don't have to be... Uh, superheroes yeah for lack of a better <laughs> word I was, I was it, you know right um, because yes we have a people to lead um but if you have other help in the ministry so if you have that assistant pastor if you have that uh elder who that ordained elder um who you can call on because not all people have that not all ministries have that and That's so true. it's easier said than done to say well, you should have so-and-so in the ministry and they should be able to mm -hmm. uh, talk to the people and it be one sound and it be one voice. But some churches just don't have that. Some pastors don't even have an assistant pastor where we found out during the pandemic that there are a lot of folks who had no pastor to go back to yeah. because there was no assistant. Yeah. There was no associate. There was just a pastor mm -hmm. and not everybody's Baptist. So they don't have deacons ready to take right. the church, you know, and right. like that. so there's a lot of people that are still trying to bounce back from the pandemic. Uh, not mm. that we aren't still in it, but we're not right. in as serious a state as it was. And so there are some people who uh, are not even going to church because that pastor was it, that that pastor was all they know. And, and so why am I going to go to church? Who going to lead us? Cause sure. Right. You know, the saints going to say, well, so-and-so ain't got no business. Everybody has an opinion, but nobody's willing to step up. Mm -hmm. So, um, but before we, you know, stay with the leaders, I want to ask that question as opposed to 
uh, ministry leaders or membership? Like, um, what do we say to that person, that armor bearer, that um, nurse, the pastor's aide, that assistant pastor, um, the prophets in the house, those ministry helps that are serving, mm -hmm. um, but they are jacked up. They just jacked up. They just ain't no nice way to put it. They jacked up and, and, and we're still holding them accountable to being in position. Mm -hmm. And that's their question. Like, how can I be here and cover you? I need somebody to cover me right now. Like, you know, I'm a hot mess right now, but I still got to stand up here and serve you. So I got to watch you help others be healed. And I'm sitting here and I'm dying. Whoo, that's all what I can say, say about that. Yeah. What but, do you say um, to them? Um, I think what should happen is there needs once one is once it has been observed by someone, maybe the 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 senior lead or senior pastor or whatever, see that somebody is um struggling in an area or they're jacked up. I think there needs to be a conversation. I think um, that if we would just really address the issue and stop allowing um, this super saved person to act as if, because um, everybody gets tired, everybody gets weary. I don't care what nobody say. You can act like you want to, you know, pop all them vitamins and run miles <laughs> and forest gumping and all that. That's fine. You go right ahead. But let me tell you, it it comes a time where you be like, you know, it's time to take a break. So I think that as leaders, we need to really be honest with our team. You're only as strong as your weakest link. So if you are sitting around and you see that somebody's struggling in this area or they're weak in this area, I think this is what I would do. I would go to them in love and I would be like, listen, I really I see that this is what's going on. Da 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 da, da. Am I wrong? Because one thing we don't want to do is get into a place where we, you know, talking at people and not to people. So I would ask those questions and then I'm going to say, listen, what can I do to help you? And even vice versa, as a senior leader, I'm pulling my team together and say, listen, y'all, I need y'all to step up in these areas because I need to step back. I'm getting tired. You know, I'm getting, you know, I, I need a break right now. And it's okay to take a break. It's okay to be, to allow yourself to be covered. Even even when, when Moses in the Bible, the boys walked in backwards, but they still covered them, right? So we need to understand that these, these are times where we need to cover our leaders and then be, be responsible for ourselves. If you're working and you're slacking on your job, won't your supervisor check you and address you? They're going to they're going to address you with whatever to say. You listen, you slow, you slacking. Come on, step your game up or whatever. And and if they see an area where you need to have an improvement, because I know we get yearly evaluations and they ask us, you know, OK, well, here's an area area that you need to work on, that you need to, you know, step your game up, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. Here, here are the tools 
that you can do. Here's some trainings. Here's some this. Here's some that. And my thing is, I think a lot of times in um, back in the strict day of religion, of, of, of being Christians and in church, they always told you to. they had this concept to figure it out. Pray and move, keep it moving. But see, there's been a change of guards and there's been a change of um, people operating in ministry. Everything has changed since those days. The way we walk, the way we talk, the way we dress, all of that has changed. And we're going to have to deal with the change. When in Rome, act like the Romans. You know, you got to still try to keep a relationship with people, but you still got to build people too. Okay. And and all of that is true. Now, I'm going to keep on playing the devil's advocate on that. Of course you are. Why not? All right. So, um, <laughs> so um, with that being said, um, like you're going to, like you said, you say to that person, okay, well, you know, you slack and I need you to come up in this area, whatever. Mm-hmm. But how about um, you are, um, so used to you as the leader who's talking to that person about uh, their slack, you're so used to just going and going and going no matter what that you don't see that that person that that's the reason. Like you don't see that they have an issue as being the reason they're not up to par with their servitude. All you see is the slack. So you address the slack, but not the mm-hmm. issue. Well, that's why when you go to a person, you don't go to you don't go to your leaders with a know-it-all attitude. Because if if God showed you what the slack is, then the slack is good. There's a reason why a person is slacking. That is a, a that is someone saying something is wrong or something is not happening. Any type of response, behavioral, um, verbally, anything like that, that is a response. And people need to understand that. So that response, that um, be, that the, the slacking is a response. So now I got to sit down as your leader and say, okay, I've noticed that um, you used to um, be here at 9.45 and the, and the last one. Now I see you coming in just right at the cusp of time for service. And all, and you're not praying like you used to. What, what's, what's going? Are you okay? Um, and then you know they're oh well, you know da 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 da. And then it'll start coming out. Okay, well, what are some of the things? You know, that's when you go into trying to assist the help because this is a selfless walk. Okay, and so um, I'm coming to your statement. That's why I put it up so I wouldn't forget it, Shane. But um, so yeah, so. You're saying that that slack is a a, a telltale sign that that something is wrong, but do I at that point? Because uh, sometimes you can say to that person, "Well, hey, like you said, you ask them, and they'll say nothing." Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in our circle good for saying nothing. Mm-hmm. You're asking them what's wrong, nothing. Mm-hmm. You sure? Because what I'm not going, we, I need if there's something. You need to be able to tell me as your leader so we can I'm, it's it's good so mm-hmm. i don't know how many other leaders are like me but i'm not gonna beg you if i if i'm coming to you i'm acknowledging that there's something wrong i'm giving you my attention mm-hmm. and obviously if i've come to you it means that there's been something and done enough that required me to say are you all right yes you know um mm-hmm. but there are there are again it goes back to our training like for me 
Mm-hmm. We, I've been serving since I was like 13 years old. So if you come and ask me what's wrong, what I'm going to say is nothing, nothing. because mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to be serving my leader. So whatever mm-hmm. I'm dealing with, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be on the back burner until I'm finished dealing with my leader. But mm-hmm. in the days now that we've come and we've learned better, mm-hmm. you know, you, you take that time. I know with my daughter, you know, when she start acting kind of crazy, you know, with body language or anything like that, I'll pull her to the side and say, hey, let's talk. Right. If there's something you're not telling me, mm-hmm. I said, tell me. I'd rather you tell me and let me have my moment, yes. you know, and then come back and deal with it than say nothing to me at right. all. I need you to know that it's okay to tell me you don't like something. It's okay to mm-hmm. tell me it's too much. It's okay <clears throat> to say I need help helping right. you, you know, and, and so our conversations are fruitful in that way. But what does the leader do? which is going to go along, I guess, with what, <clears throat> excuse me, Shanae is asking, what as a leader would you do? Would you, when you come to that person and you notice that they slap, do you continue to have them serve you because that's just what they're supposed to do since you got to do it? Or would you, as Shanae is saying, Pastor Shanae is saying, um, try to sit yourself down? And then what happens when you try to sit your own self down and the pastor refuses your request. I have um, actually been there. Me too. And I tried very hard to sit myself down. And um, I requested it and I asked and, and, and it wasn't honored. But um, I still worked. I still did it. Because, uh, hey, mom. I wanted to be um, obedient, but it hurt me in the long run because I became bitter and I became angry and I began to really start, I don't caring with, with mm-hmm. that situation. But um, how do I, how did I handle that? I didn't handle it the correct way. Okay. I allowed my emotions to supersede me um, and started forcibly having to be sat down because I was in the mindset if you don't honor what I'm going what I'm doing I'm gonna figure out how you gonna honor what I'm doing <laughs> so okay. I became very rebellious and um you know I just got frustrated and then it would begin to see and spew out in ministry so everything began begin to shift and everything became defensive that I was doing but if I um, was not able to sit, I would just have to go, me personally, what I would have done then differently, I would have just um, prayed and continued to work the best way I could. And that's where a lot of people are. And that's why I posed the question, like, how can I cover you when I can't cover me? Mm-hmm. I have some issues. I'm doing my best to not allow my issues to um, hinder my servitude and yet um i i need help <laughs> right. i need help right. and i don't know how to access that help because when i come to you um you expect me to deal with my issues and still be in place because that's what you've been doing all these years and um i i tried I must have been about 19 when I first tried sitting my own self down. 
when I tried sitting my own self down. It didn't work, but I did try it. Um, sitting myself down, and it's because if it was like um, in our situation, you know, most of the church was family, and you were kind of like expected to do what nobody else would do. You know, you were you were expected because you know what I'm dealing with. You should know better, and I should be able to count on you, and you know that kind of stuff. And in my beginning years of pastoring, I found myself doing the same thing. Like, hey, I got issues too. I'm feeling lonely too. I got voice right. in my life too. Right. But I got to stand up and give you the word, mm-hmm. you know, every Sunday. What would you say if I didn't show up on a Sunday right. and, and you were wondering who was going to minister the word? Then I would mm-hmm. be the terrible pastor. But right. it's all right for you to mm-hmm. do it. And we can't um, justify anything, but we have to be um, right now willing to be truthful and transparent. People mm-hmm. say transparency is too much. I think transparency is not enough. I agree. I think it's not enough. And it took years um, of, of getting into um, or getting the people to understand that that's just how I flow. I had my own uh, previous covering tell me I was being too transparent because I was allowing Very the people to see my weakness. Well, they need to understand that there's somebody that's going through it, but it's still moving. Mm It's still thriving. Mm -hmm. It's not dying in the situation and Mm -hmm. it's coming through it. And now I can tell you how I made it out. But if I constantly let you think that the way you see me now is how I always was, that's kind of like a lie. And I'm going to say kind of like, because I don't want to call no leaders a lie, but I'm just saying, you know, if you're not willing to be transparent at all in any situation, where are you? letting them know that it's possible to come through if you're already, already through. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm seeing some comments. So I'm going to, I'm yeah, looking between two. So Pastor Shane, I hope I just referenced that. What happens when you actually sit down for a few and the pastor refuses. Um, she asked another one behind I'm that. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay. And uh, Pastor Lawrence Wyatt asked on the other one. So Mm -hmm. y'all can't see what he's saying, but I got to. So here's the other one. Do that mean you wasn't working effectively because of the denial? And did you get convicted because of it? Hmm. Um, Are you asking me that question personally? Are you asking Pastor Hall that personally? Or is this a what if? I just need to know before I start talking because y'all know I'll be telling all my business. Ditto. <laughs> and you be like, oh, I, thank you, but that ain't what I meant. So, <laughs> I'm, just, um, I, I'm, I'm trying to see if Shawnee is saying, is she asking one of us that? Both. Oh, both. Uh, she said both laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. All right. Does that mean you weren't working effectively? For me, yes, let me ask. Yes, I'll ask her first. I was I was not working effectively. I was I was mad. <laughs> I was angry, and I was like, "Shoot!" Because I gotta keep doing this, 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 you know. And I went into my self my self zone. 
because I knew I needed a break. But yes, I was not working effectively. Yes, I got convicted. Yes, I had to repent because my hands was dirty and my heart was not pure. And I was, and and I just thank God for mercy at that time. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because it's what grace and mercy that covered me because I was in my failings. I wanted a break and I needed a break. Are we talking about armor bearer or pastor? This is this general. No, we're not on. We're not that. We're supposed to be coming back. No, we're coming back to the pastor. Right now we're talking about the ministry helps. Prophets, elders, armor bearers, ministers, you know, the people who are expected to serve us Mm -hmm. and, you know, they they got issues and they're bringing those issues to you. So now I have a question. Just asking. So now because we're in our feelings, um, because we are emotional or because we hurt, the person that we serving at that moment we drop what we're doing and we leave them uncovered so what if at the time we were in our emotions or our feelings someone came in and the leader got hurt because Mm -hmm. we were off our job because we didn't know how to put our emotions down and still serve outside of where we were if i can use a perfect example um me and apostle before i got married i was covering her i was her armor bearer i was her best friend she was my covering so i had to learn how to separate the three once i got in church i'm a very covering this i had to count three (laughs) so we had just just had a heated argument Mm -hmm. before we walked into church no matter what i'm going through i left the argument outside and i still covered her that's right baby after service was over I pick back up in my attitude. So we have to learn. I said that to say this, no matter where we are. And I hope I have some, some armor bearers or some servants that's up here. That's hearing me. No matter where we are in life, if we are serving, we don't have, I don't want to say the audacity because that may be a sharp word. We don't have the audacity to say, I don't feel like serving today because I'm in my emotions. Or I'm not going to cover my leader today because I'm upset. Or mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm What if we stop every time we got tired? What if we stop every time we got wounded? What if I didn't show up on a Sunday morning because I'm in my feelings? Now, there was a time when I was going through my divorce and I said to Apostle, I need you to cover the church for a while because I'm not able to. That's different. But what happens when you're on post covering somebody mm-hmm. and you drop the ball and you just walk off and leave because you are in your emotions. You leave that leader open for anything to happen to that leader, for any type of attack to come upon them when you are not in place. So I say this, and this is just my belief, and if I'm wrong, then you can tell me. (laughs) I don't care where we are emotionally. We have a job. When we get in our attitude and we we still show up at our nine to five Mm because we know we don't show up, we ain't going to get paid. So we take our attitude and our meanness or whatever we're going through, our emotions at the moment, Mm -hmm. and we still show up on our nine to five. So unless you say to your leader, I need to put somebody else in place right now because I can't serve you, you still have a job to show up, even when you're in your emotions. Ooh, girl. 
Y'all heard what she And that is the whole you thing. Y'all hear what she has said. I want to make reference to um uh Shane, are we answering you, Pastor Shane? Um, because I I believe that you can be active and still not be effective. I believe you can be active and still not be effective. Um, and I'll use the master example, which is Jesus kept going no matter what was done to him. No matter what. And none of it was because of him. Mm, that's deep. Huh? And so how is it that we are so jacked up that we just feel like, oh, my God, I can't do this no more? What if he did that? What if he never made it to the cross? What if he never made it to the cross? Now, I want you all to understand. I'm giving you all. I told you I was playing the devil's advocate all night. So I'm on both sides of the fence tonight. Um, what if Jesus decided, you know what? I ain't even got to do this because <laughs> this ain't even my stuff. Like, I ain't done none of this. I, when I was growing up as a child, I was an obedient child. I was working before I had to work. I was teaching the folk in the temple. Mm -hmm. So why should I go through all of this for a people, one who are hard-headed, don't appreciate it, trying to tell me when I can do my job? What if he decided to turn around and not go forward? Wow. That's, just, that's just a question that I... I'm throwing out there as we continue to talk mm -hmm. um, because I want to get back to what Pastor Lawrence Wyatt said, but we got some other comments over here, but uh, it is possible um, to, if you're, if you're a person who is used to carrying things. And when I say carrying things, meaning like you don't fall out at the first sign of danger, <laughs> you, you, you got a good backbone. You, you 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 got a backbone and so it's it's nothing for you to just keep it moving okay that happened right you know I, i'm gonna come back to that, but i'm gonna do this right here i'm gonna finish my train of thought you know i'm not gonna mm -hmm. let that so you have some people that are able to do that so wherein that would still allow them to be effective because they're not allowing anything that's happening to distract them from their job at hand mm -hmm. and so it's like they do the job at hand and then when they get that moment, they be like, now let me deal with me. But the problem is that now we find that there are some people that saying, now let's deal with me that don't know how to deal with me. Because I've been so used to doing for others, serving for others, being what everybody else said for me to be, that I never knew how to be what I needed to be to myself. Because how can I, we say that even with love, how can I love you effectively if I can't love me? How can I give you something I don't know how to do? So, um, yeah, so the, I, I'm on, I'm a, there's a yay and a nay. And, uh, I got convicted each time I, I yeah, I got convicted each time I, mm -hmm. I was kind of mouthy, but I knew not to say nothing to my leader. Yeah, one, thing, one thing that, um, I've done even as a child, um, even though I felt some type of way, I always made sure when I said something to my uncle who happened to be my bishop mm -hmm. and pastor, I was at his house at a time when nobody else was around, where it wouldn't look like I was trying to, you know, um, yeah. stand up to him in the presence of others. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's all about timing. I think that in this, with this newfound generation, 
you know, they feel like, oh, I could just say whatever I want and then I'll deal with what's, you know, to come afterwards. But that's not a dangerous way. I mean, that's not a healthy way to live because there's repercussions for everything that you do, especially to leadership, according to the mm-hmm. word, you know, um, because the, the the laity is good at reminding leadership um, about where we're short. But laity does not want to accept their shortcomings. And all of us are human. Yes. That, that's the part that nobody ever addresses. Please. We're all human. I bleed just like you. My feelings hurt just like you. You know, mm-hmm. I have moments just like you. Um, but what I have to do is remember what I've been called to do. How about Amen. this? The Bible says that uh, the spirit don't dwell with man. Honey. Always. So we're not always in the spirit 24-7. We don't live in the spirit 24-7 because if we did, then it would no need for us to be here. Mm-hmm. So some of us are too um heavenly minded. Heavenly minded. We're no earthly good. Mm-hmm. That that's 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 words. So we gotta kind of mm-hmm. like remember that we're still human mm-hmm. while we're serving, but that doesn't give us the right to get off post because we are wounded. Uh Pastor Wyatt said. Is that obedience better than sacrifice? Do we serve while we suffer? People doing it every day. Yep. You every sure week, do. somebody's showing up that's messed up and still operating in, in their position. They're showing yes. up. They're, they might not fully be there uh, in mind, but what they don't do is allow it to uh, um, keep them from doing their job. Now, I can also say that, yes, it is obvious sometimes when... Uh, those serving us are going through because they're too lax in things. Other people are having to get up and do what you should have been doing because they mm-hmm. noticed that you wasn't moving fast enough. So they went and did what you were supposed to do. Now that that's something that you don't want to have to deal with me with because I'm, I'm yeah, no. Um, so yeah. So it's, it's, it's factual. It's happening. Is it obedience better than sacrifice? Yes. Um, do we suffer? Yes. Um, yes, Jesus did ask for his father to allow the cup to pass, but guess but what? No sooner than he said it, he said, but not my will, thy, thy will, will be, be done. Come on, and he so, so he leave. stayed the course and he continued to go That's to the cross right. knowing that he was going to be beat, beat. He was going to be spat upon. He was going to be bruised. His meat was going to be torn. All of the things that he went through just for the sake of us. And when he could speak, he said things like, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He never came at the people who were doing the things to him. Never. He he just took it. And I don't think it's any one of us alive that could do all of that right now. Because if you spit on me, boo, I'm going to forget I'm the apostle. So uh, let's just be real. Um, <laughs> uh-uh. I, 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 I need to turn my camera off. <laughs> a lot of things that I can tolerate, but, you know, certain things, you know, it's just blatant disrespect. And, you know, uh, others say um, respect is earned. It's mm-hmm. not given. Mm-hmm. But if you read your word, regardless, you're still required to do it. Yes. Um, you, you don't get to not do what you're supposed to do just because somebody else is not doing it. Right. That part is going to get a lot of people in hell at the end of the time. Mm-hmm. Because when you go to the gate, he's not going to ask you about what they did. He's going to ask you about your response. He's going to ask you about your actions. And mm-hmm. so 
Um, that's something that takes time to um, adapt to. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. I don't have with so many cheeks. Now, let me I, tell no. y'all about this turning no, the other cheek. Not the word no requires, it requires us now. We're supposed to turn the other cheek. But I told somebody before, I only got four. I only got four. I got a right and a left cheek on my face and a right and left cheek on my butt. That's it. That's it. Once you exhaust them four. You go ahead and turn the okay. other cheek. Okay, so um, let's just be real because, you know, and, and you have a lot of people that say, oh, my God, she would say that right now. Yeah, because when I be at some of y'all churches, I have to leave because fights are breaking out and you part of the fight, you know. And so don't get on here and be deep because that's not what we're doing tonight. Uh, what's happening in this last day um, is that we're finding out um, that the pastors are the that's ones. That's crazy. That's your aunt. <laughs> no, I was laughing at Pop. I'm not talking about what I heard about. I'm talking about what I see and know. The yes. pastors are the one fighting. You You taking members with you to go fight somebody. The devil is stupid. You have to understand that there's a reason why the world does not want to come into church right now. And it's because the church is not showing any type of difference. There's supposed to be a distinct difference between us and the world. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave that and go to somebody else's. Uh, I want, if I may. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I wanted to jump in on Shawnee. She said, isn't that bleeding on your leader if you're not healed from the pain and the hurt? Um, in my opinion, no, it is not. Because as Apostle Wyatt just said, um, you have to put your emotions. First of all, the hurt and the pain is an emotion. You have to put that to the side. It's a, it's a, a description in the Bible. It's the shortest one in the whole book. It said Jesus wept. Run. It didn't wept. say he didn't stop. It didn't say that he checked um, Mary. He didn't do none of that. He still went and he still went and raised Lazarus from the dead. Huh? He still did his okay. responsibility, even while he cried and why he was, I mean, you know, why he was crying and why he was upset. He still had a responsibility to go and to raise Lazarus. So even while we're going through our situations and our circumstances, you still have a responsibility to do your job. It was one thing that my previous leader would never could never say that I did not do my job. You okay? It's the fan. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Um, so who is that bleeding on your leader? Mm. You know, it's, it is a flip flop, but it, it depends on, and then it also depends on what position you play in. Exactly. That's what I said. It's a <clears> you know what I mean? And I'm speaking, I was speaking in that part for me as an armor bearer. I don't have time to get worked up. I can't. But if it's seven people on the praise and worship team, deuces, go sit down. <laughs> Y'all can make it with six people. Yeah. You know, and if that, and if that, listen, we got Wi-Fi, we got, uh, you know, we'll hit the button and listen, they got all this stuff, hoop triggers and all this beautiful stuff. Got, out here. We stuff. Don't got the, got the chord singing in the background and everything. We don't, I mean, I mean let's just nobody. be real with this thing. And also we got to understand that we need to stop being so codependent on our leaders. This is a one-on-one -on -one walk with Christ. Yes, we're here to lead and guide you, but we're not here to baby you. 
And I think sometimes people think because of the availability of a leader, yeah, and because the leader is so tangible, mm-hmm. reachable, they they begin to crutch on that as well. One thing I promised myself is I would never put my leader in a place where they would always have to worry about me. I never want to do that. I want them to be like, okay, I'm going to check on her, but I I know, I believe in my spirit she's okay. But I'm still going to check on her, but I'm going to believe that she's okay. And I confidently, I wanted my response to be like, I'm okay, I'm good. Yes, and and I think that that when you have um, a leader that you are serving as an armor bearer, um, I believe that if you're doing all of the proper steps, meaning you have a prayer covering for your leader. Yes. You have a time of fasting and praying for your leader mm-hmm. as your leader should be doing the same for those who are covering them That's directly. Right. Yes, girl. Um, and, and I just think that um, you're able to be, when you're doing that on a consistent basis, there's a level of sensitivity that says, let me check on you, whether mm-hmm. it be the armor bearer or whether it be the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there should be some level of sensitivity that says, hey, there's something going on here. You know, let me let me ask. Let me give them an opportunity to say no. Because sometimes, you know, we we just are so sensitive that the least little thing, we'd be like, what's wrong? Right. You know? And, and <laughs> yes. they're like, nothing. Nothing, you know, right. Just, you know, just that kind of day. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I just need you. I wanted you to know that I noticed it. Right. You know? and, mm-hmm. and, and we go from there. Um, but there should be if you're working that close to the leader, uh, there should be a level of conviction um, that is attached to your servitude. Um, And from life examples, (laughs) I'm trying to be careful tonight. I'm I'm, I'm about to let it all out. Um, You know, people just get common with you. You know, when we were coming up, we couldn't talk to our leaders after they finished. Um, <laughs> we couldn't. Um, we couldn't talk to when my when my uncle finished preaching. Guess who talked to him after church? The back door, because he was gone. Mm-hmm. He was gone. He would leave his wife. He would like take mm-hmm. my wife home. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even hang around. They just weren't tangible. If we wanted an appointment, if we wanted to talk to him, it was an appointment. You didn't just That's show right. up at their house. That's you didn't just right. call them. You know, you you waited till they got back to you once you told them, you know, and because we have worked so hard at trying to be more tangible, mm-hmm. it's been dangerous to us oh, because geez. now people are becoming too common and they feel like they can say and do mm-hmm. anything to us because, mm-hmm. and, and I want them to understand this, miss me yeah, with that. That's what I want yeah. you to do. Miss yes. me with that because I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to deal with you the way you come at me. Yes. I, if you want the apostle, I need you to address the apostle. If you want Nita, Not let Sarah, her know she can Sarah come out. Right, right. But once Sarah come out, they all, they all run it. They all mm. run it. Sarah is on vacation. I put her on vacation. Praise God. You're right, Pastor Demetria. We could and we we could not. Mm-hmm. We could not. We couldn't date. We couldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. Mm-hmm. I have been guilty of being a crutch. Pa- uh, Pastor Demetria, many we of us will just tell the truth. If we are willing to tell the truth, and that's what I was saying about our transparency, maybe 
um, if we let the folks know who we have now that this is why I can't afford to allow you just come over my house or constantly have you at my house for dinner because there's a risk that you might not in a given situation remember that I'm I'm your pastor and I'm not the person who's sitting at the dinner table with you because at the dinner table I'm gonna let you know that I know how to be human I'm, I'm gonna let you know that it's not Jesus to fix it all day long I'm gonna let you know that I know how to have fun. I know how to laugh. I know how to joke, but I also know where to draw the line. Mm -hmm. I've always known that. And so if that were able to be done successfully, you probably would have better relations when it comes to that. But right now, because we've been trying to be tangible, the mm -hmm. folks are just acting totally crazy. You, you want to say something? At it, oh. I forgot. Go ahead. Go ahead. She'll remember. I was going to say at any capacity of serving a leader, always remember that they are a leader. I don't care how naked they get in front of you. I don't care how transparent they are in front of you. They will always be my leader and they should always be your leader. I don't care if they say a bad, a, a mother, father, sister, brother word. I don't care about any of that. Now, your leadership, but listen, whatever. Your responsibility is to pray for them, cover, and and keep it, um, and keep them as your leader, no matter what. I don't care if it's your uncle, your cousin, your niece, your nephew, because I wanted to answer um, Brittany, Minister Brittany, yours too, even if it's a family member, because sometimes with dealing with family dynamic dynamics in ministry, you have to still know how to differentiate each department. Okay, when we step in across that threshold, that threshold, and that minister, that church, Apostle Wyatt becomes Apostle Wyatt. Right. Apostle right. Armor becomes Apostle Armor. Prophetess Jessica becomes Prophetess Jessica. Once we cross that threat, once we in, in the in the in the in the presence of company, it, and it's like ministry staff and stuff like that. She's apostle. Why? Now sometimes I do sit, slip and be like, Mama, Aunt, you something like that. But I pull myself together very quickly because it's still a level of honor um, that I'm giving to them. That's one thing you should never want your leader to come and say to you and say, look, you're getting too close. You're getting too comfortable. You're getting common. Slow your road. You need to, they, if they're going to step to you, let them say, look, I saw something in the spirit. You, this is a warning, blah, blah, blah. They shouldn't have to come to you and tell, and, and tell you how to honor and respect them. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I remember, sorry. There are some people I had to learn the hard way. Um, I was so common with my people. We was hanging out every day. We was, cause I was trying to be that, that chill leader. Like I didn't want to be uptight with them and I didn't want them to think, you know, that they couldn't come and talk to me, but they started crossing lines and wanting to argue and be disrespectful. Oh, but oh, I God. still believe that there's some in the body of Christ and I have a few that is living proof that we can talk every day and they still respect me as leader, as Apostle Wyatt. Um, there's, there's very few, but there's still some left. So we have to know um, our boundaries. We have to know when leader is talking. And it took me a minute to understand that 
Me and Apostle bumped heads a lot because not only is she she's my cover, but she's my best, my bestie. So mm -hmm. I had to now I say, I don't want apostle today. I need my bestie. Right. I want to talk to my bestie today. I need my apostle. Mm -hmm. Don't I do it? So that's when you know how to separate the two. And people say, oh, they're not going to last long because she don't know. I respect her. And you ain't going to disrespect her. She had to rebuke me one time. That was 10 years ago. She ain't had to rebuke me no more. Because <laughs> I rebuke honey. And after that's that it. was done, I was like, she called me in the office and was like, I need to see both of y'all in the office. And I was like, she called me to the office, y'all. I felt like I was in school. When that principal Ooh. called you to the office, you know you in trouble. And so I ain't had you ain't had to rebuke me no more, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't play that. I don't like to re be rebuked, but you are so true. We have become so common with our leaders until we don't know when to respect them and when to cross those boundaries. But there is still some, hey, Pastor DeVette, that um still know how to respect you at the end of the day even though they're your leaders. You just have to know who they are. You have to know who those people are. You, you really do. And you have to um, allow your people to know that you're human, but that you're not a dummy. <laughs> and I'm going to put a dot, dot, dot right there. Um, do they qualify as leaders? I don't understand that question. Because he said, oh, it, it no, talking about Pastor Lawrence Wyatt? Yes, ma'am. All right. He put, we have new age leaders posed as bishops with extra large hidden crosses with an entourage. Do they qualify as leaders? I'm not messing with you. All I'm going to say, if, if I may. Wyatt. You knock yourself out. <laughs> I do not know who God called. But I will say this, everybody that is called is responsible to be under leadership and being taught. And there are <laughs> right. <laughs> and there are guidelines <laughs> to um uh there are guidelines to leadership. I for one struggle with a 19 20 year old apostle because first of all can i just get scientific real quick you're not even an adult until you're over 25 because your brain is not even fully developed so i'm not knocking what god can do at a night for you know with a 19 year old and all of that but you still gotta be because this is we got so many what they call them um not vigilantes, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a slide. I'm gonna go down the slide. Not vigilantes, but um, God, what is that word? Oh, no, please find it. <laughs> We're Brittany. It's it's not vigilantes. It's not um, you know when they run and rampant um, what are they called? Oh, it's right on the tip a of my bastard. Tongue. No, not not that mom. I mean. I ain't messing with y'all tonight. Y'all well, anyway, doing it. Um, <laughs> doing it. Renegades. <laughs> Renegades. I was going, I was enjoying that. I was just waiting. Renegades. <laughs> Renegades. Just running, you know, da -da 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 -da, you know, no covering, no order, no structure, no nothing. And it seems like they can they can prophesy. And I'm not saying that they're not gifted because that's what happens before you're even formed in your mother's womb. 
So it's not that they're not gifted. They just haven't been crafted. They okay. haven't been groomed. That's just my own personal opinion. I'm not knocking nobody that is. Go ahead, Akbar, do your thing. But I'm just saying, there should be a, there should be, I mean, even Jesus, what, he rocked 30 years and did, did ministry for three. That's right. It's book. I'm not, I'm not being funny. It's no, he was, he was doing a lot of things. He was um, teaching and everything in the temple. Right. And he was a young boy. Right. You know, um, but at that time they weren't, uh, following him as ministry at that point. Right. That's what you I'm know? saying. Correct. Um, so yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Uh Pastor Wyatt, do they qualify as leaders? Only God. Um I was like I say, said, that's I, I can't <laughs> I I don't want to be the judge and jury I'm of that. What I will mm -hmm. say is that um, some of them some of them who have those um extremely large entourages um, are doing what they've been seen or doing what they've seen. Yes. You know, um, they saw somebody else with it and they thought that was so cool. And now here they are, they have an opportunity and they're doing the same thing. Jesus mm -hmm. had 12, but he only took what three to pray. Mm -hmm. And so do I need, or if I got, and God forbid, I would ever have that many. Um, if I had 12, <laughs> If I had 12 armor bearers, I don't need all 12 walking down the aisle with me. So go sit down. Nobody ain't got to know everybody is my armor bearer. You know, somebody ought to be watching again, you know, watchman on the wall. Somebody's supposed to be there for other reasons. Like you don't, I don't, don't do that to me. I don't need all of y'all walking behind me. When, when we go out, it is uh, about four of us now five with Tanasia, right? Because if you're ministering, it used to be just me. Then it became me and, and assistant pastor. Now it's me, assistant pastor, and Tanasia. And I've backed up. Um, I'm 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 gonna always be a watcher, but I'm watching. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm paying attention because yeah, when you're serving somebody, you're supposed to know their move. You're supposed yeah. to anticipate their every move and mm -hmm. and be ready. So um, I don't think that. I can say that it doesn't qualify. Well, that's not the that's only not. thing that qualifies them. They ought to have something else with them. Just having mm -hmm. an entourage does not qualify one as a leader. It 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 makes you a gang leader. That's so, not um, start a gang. That's, that's me how I know. Um, a lot of renegades use scripture one, first John 2, 27 as an excuse to rebel, not submit. What does scripture say? A lot of renegades use the scripture 1 John 2 and 27. What's that? I want to know what it says. Um, oh, all right, cousin. Thank you for um always uh showing up for us. I know, I know. I hope mm -hmm. you got a lot out of this. I did. I just I just took hers down and put um I just had Tanisha's up. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Okay. You, what? I just had this up. No, she said something. Oh. That was up the whole time she was talking. As for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as the anointing is real, 
not counterfeit, just as it was taught you remain in him. I'm not sure. Do that again. I mean, we do that again. Read that again. As for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his oh, okay, got you, got right. you. She's saying that that's what mm -hmm. that scripture that these renegades are mm -hmm. using. Mm -hmm. Who ain't got no covering? They independent. They ain't answering to nobody. They don't care how old or how young mm -hmm. they are. They just starting ministry and doing their own thing. They're using that as a a, a way. But mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta go into the context of the scripture, and somebody right. need to help them and educate them. Um, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Uh, so. Um, so what would be your, so what would be a solution? We've been mm -hmm. talking about a lot of instances. We've been talking about a lot of scenarios that are, um, that are, are real, mm -hmm. that are real. Um, especially in small Pentecostal churches, especially in small Pentecostal churches. And when I say small Pentecostal churches, meaning that, okay, like for instance, Church of God of Christ, they got so many people that. They don't even have to use the same people for every service. Never. Those of us who <laughs> are doing groundwork ministries right now and um, only have a few people, those few people are wearing like 10 hats, you know? Yes. And so um, yeah. because they are wearing so many hats, they're getting tired. They're getting weary. They're getting beat because they're trying to defend us and cover us. And now they need to know, you know, what how am I going to continue working like this? How do I continue working like this? Like I really need help. I need somebody to cover me right now. I got some issues. I got some stuff. I'm trying to be there. I, I, I'm at every service. I just don't feel like I, I have to serve at every service. Can somebody else do it tonight? Because I really I need to be the one at the altar. Because you know, if you're armor bearing, you're not released until the pastor says that about that you are released That's and so she is an armor bearer ministry like she is flowing she is doing it huh oh god because how do you leave your post before your leader like the leader done poured out they done sweated tired and you in the car and the leader still trying to get her bags together where they do that at I'm and the lord saying. said and not only are you an armor bearer in church you're supposed to take care of your leader when you're home. I, I tell my daughter this all the time because right now she's with us and she respect me to the highest. She get up every day. You need me to do something? What can I do? You need something done? You need something clean? Because just because she's not in church, her job does not stop. She is an armor bearer when she's home. She is an armor bearer around the clock until I say, okay, you, you can be off, Released. be off duty right now. Until then, you, you don't get the chance to say, I don't feel like uh, talking to you today. What? <laughs> Excuse me? I'm a bearer. So you don't have a choice, boo. So I'm hard on her. And I know a lot of times I might get on her nerves. And my husband as well, he'd be like, <laughs> really today? <laughs> my husband as saying? well, he'd be like. 24-7. Oh. Yeah, she 24-7. You, and you... she don't mind doing it. Now, she was sick this week. So I kind of still you know, tried to work. I, she and she still said, "What can I There's do?" I said, "You sit, go mm -hmm. lay down, take a nap, go to sleep. It's okay today because you're not feeling well." But I didn't have to. She still, "What can I do? You need me to clean the kitchen. You need me to sweep the floor." Couldn't hardly breathe, but she made sure that she still Thank did what she had to do as my armor bearer, and I honor her. I don't take it lightly. 
I don't take advantage of it. I don't abuse it because some people do. They do just, yeah. Well, we have to uh, figure out uh, armor, armor bearer versus adjutant. And we're going to talk about that mm. one. But Brittany, yeah. asked, <laughs> Brittany asked, how do you prevent burnouts? Um, take care of yourself. One, take care you of yourself. That, that's first and foremost. You have to take care of yourself before you can take care of somebody else. Um, and I had to learn that the hard way. It doesn't make sense for you to wear yourself out until you're in the hospital and, and then say, oh, like you're already in the hospital now. So I'm just saying, I'm, saying, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's, um, she said around the clock, what you trying yeah, to say, it, Brittany? It really is, but they don't understand it, especially it if really you're in the home, the especially it if is. in the home of your leader. Um, you know, when I stayed at my uncle's house, well, my bishop's house, you know, all day, every day, mm -hmm. my, you know, I, I learned early that as an armor bearer, you don't, your life is no longer your own. Nope. And if you read the word, that's, that's the, the epitome of an armor bearer. Your life is not your own. You sacrifice. If you have a vision, you sacrifice your vision to pull the leader's vision to pass. And then, and then, and only then mm -hmm. are we supposed to move forward with bringing your vision to fruition, but mm -hmm. you're supposed to bring the fresh, the vision of the leader you serve, you're supposed to help bring that vision to pass. Mm -hmm. And so people not doing that anymore. They're just comfortable coming to church, getting what they can get, shouting, and then they leave. They make a mess. They leave their tissues. They leave their, you, like you got a maid. Like you just come to church, show up, dance, shout, snot, speak, drink water bottles, snot up, leave the tissues on the chair, the bottles on the floor, and you gone. And somebody else still trying to, that's a whole nother, let me, let me come back. <laughs> so how do you prevent yes. burnouts <laughs> how do you prevent burnouts in ministry one is prayer i'll always say prayers first absolutely um because when we feel ourselves getting weak when we feel ourselves getting worn we can we can pray to god is is britney your armor bearer my yes yeah, you had to think about it. I did. All right. So, how do you prevent burnouts in ministry? I'm gonna I'm going to uh, talk as though she is because since she's she's on here because um, I, 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 I want to um, talk to. This is about how can I cover you when I can't cover me? Right. Um, sometimes our armor bearers, especially in Blessings, uh, Elder Mobley. Um, uh, oftentimes, today, we have a lot of younger armor bearers. And when I say younger, I'm not talking about age. I'm talking about what we grew up in versus what they're living through now. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, because when I was coming up, and they didn't call us armor bearers, they, you would just come here, you. Come in, That's know, right. And like, you say yes. Where my towels at? Like you were supposed to know all the time. Like where my towels at? Now, when it came time for my bishop to go to conventions and stuff, he called me and said, This is where I gotta be. I need you to be at my house at such and such a time to mm -hmm. drive me. When I got married, my husband had to understand that that's what I did. And so mm -hmm. what became 
was he would drive too, you know. And so, um, I'm talking good. The 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 real um, act of how can I cover you when I can't cover me? First of all, you have to want to be covered. Mm. You have to want to be covered. And why am I saying that? Because if you want to be covered, that means you have to want to be accountable. Jesus. And accountability is something that is lacking in those who serve today. Um, and I I feel that you hear what I said? I I feel that um people need to really consider what they're asking for because not all armor bearers have been picked by the leaders some people have actually came and said this is what i want to do for you and yeah. then we had to go pray and because we didn't want them to leave the church and this was going to keep them active and this was going to help them grow we allowed them uh to serve us you right hmm? go ahead i'm reading the but burnout, being honest about where you are um, is another way of trying to prevent burnout. Again, if the ministry is small and growing and you're it, chances are burnout is inevitable, um, you know, because you're just, you're, you have to be all things at all times. Mm -hmm. And, um, I believe that if if people would be honest, that we would have less burnout. I agree. Um, you have to be honest, but you have to feel comfortable and confident that your leader will hear you, not just listen to you, but hear you. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, it's, in, it's imperative that we learn how to listen to those who serve us. All of us are guilty of at one time or another. This is what I need. I'm not trying to hear nothing else. This is what are you here today? Yes. Okay, then this is what I need. You come back to me after that's done. That I could say that's where I used to be. Because mm -hmm. that's how I was that's how it was done with me. You know, you didn't ask questions if it, you were told to do something, you did it. And you didn't come back till it was done. You know, and so now <laughs> now. Um, now, um, like I said, when I see that it looks like, you know, when I see that it looks like, okay, you're not doing it like you used to, or you're not, you know, you don't look happy in what you're doing, or it looks like it's a job for you to do it now, then we need to talk because if it's evident to me, it's evident to people out there. And... Tanasia always shout, and they don't be trying to shout. You shout. Yes, she do. She gone. She be shouting. I had to tell her. Do you I'm until glad I got more, more more than one armor bearer uh, until we say you are released. And those times oh, yes. happen when I say, "Okay, don't worry about me. You go ahead and get what you need." Mm -hmm. But but that's when you should go. I should never be left uncovered. And, and never. And, and don't assume that because X is there that it's okay for you to go because X going to stand over there. No boo, it's your job. They, they, what you're supposed to do is be there. And if you weren't released, then it's not their place to come and do what you should be doing. And that has happened. I've said to Apostle 
Um, even most recently, I said, oh, I was just left uncovered. Like, completely. Like, everybody was off in their own. And I was over here trying to give God worship. And when I looked up, everybody was 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 out there. They was gone. Mm-hmm. Anything could have happened. And I, I, and I say that because I was sitting in a church where somebody who was trying to do witchcraft came right on in, came sat two seats in front of me. Mm-hmm. I heard them chanting. I said something to the usher about them chanting. Nothing happened. Next thing we know, they in the pulpit in front of the pastor's wife performing witchcraft. See? Now everybody trying to, you know mm-hmm. And, and 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 they there should be some watchmen. Somebody that's why I said if you got an entourage, sit somebody down. It's hard when the anointing just start falling because once the anointing start falling, everybody is like, you know, what do you do? But um, I believe that we need more training, um, as far as our armor bearers are concerned, because yes. sometimes the armor bearers they really don't know, um, and, and they just need more training. But now there's one thing when you tell them and they don't do it. Now God's going to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Double trouble from God. If you are an armor bearer and you're not in place or your armor bearer has to look for you. I tell my daughters this all the time. I mean, your leader has to look for you. Don't be turning your phone on talking about do not disturb mode. You don't have a do not disturb mode when you complain no. somebody. You can turn it down because if something happened, take like for instance for apostle, I'm her caregiver. So I don't get to turn my phone off. I have to turn it on because if something happened, if she need me, there was one time where she caught me and all she could get out her mouth was help. It, and I had to go running. That was all she could say. And she was on the floor by the time I got to the third floor. So we had to always be oh on post. We are not allowed to leave our leaders uncovered. And God's going to hold you accountable if something was to happen to them while you partying or doing whatever. You, you don't get a chance to party when you're covering somebody. Unless the leader say, okay, now is your time. Man, to go out you don't get a chance to, to enjoy your life. Your life mm-hmm. is your pastor's life when you become yes. an armor bearer. You, yes. So that's why we got to be careful. Was Is your clean? I asked the apostle, and I'm not a primary armor bearer. Do your clothes need to go on the cleaners this week? Do you got that's clean bags? What do you need to drink? I'm going to put my head down. These, these are all of the things that we are supposed to do. As armor bearers, acting armor bearers, standing in the gap as an armor bearer, what can I do this week? Can I take you grocery shopping? What do you need? Hey, daughter. Did you eat today? You know, so there's, I feel like we have an armor bear class. I know, right? There's That's what I was like, That's where it shifted to. They really need to know. And it's not because they don't want to do it. They honestly really don't, don't know. Some. And so some, some, some of them. And so, some of them, um, if I may, um, a lot of a lot of I see you pastor white I'm coming. Oh somebody has something. Go no, ahead. Go go. go, go. Oh. Okay. Um it's it's like sometimes they'll they'll um get to the place and um where, where Brittany was talking about being burned out. They just totally cut things off. <laughs> so they do leave their um <laughs> did she say <laughs> it's okay, baby. It's, you can repent on life. That's it, that's it. That's when you, right. When you find out, now, it's right. You one thing I will say about that girl, she, amen. So, um, you know, you'll get to that place, um, where it's like, you, um, once you burn out, you shut down, but you still have a responsibility even at that moment. And when I was, um, an armor bearer, 
I never let my leader go nowhere by herself. If I was dog tired, there was, I listen, I, one time she went somewhere by herself. <laughs> she went to a church house. I'll never forget this in my whole life. She went to a church and she, you know, nothing happened to her. Thank God. Honey, you would have been in the way the Lord whooped me because I'm responsible. I'm responsible to take her hits. I'm responsible to do that. I didn't ask to be an armor bearer. I promise you that. I went to that lady crying. I was like, oh, you told me I'm supposed to be an armor bearer. I didn't have no idea what an armor bearer was. None of that. And let me tell you something. When you don't know a job, the rebukes was like on on replay. It just <laughs> kept going, going, going. Like, what's that bunny in a die going? And going. She, listen, that. I, listen, I got so much experience from that. I got the fur tore off of me. I mean, it was times I was out of town, you know, going out of town and came back. And they're like, why all them dead flowers on the table? You know what I did? Went over there and cleaned them up. What was I supposed to say? I don't know why they on the table. Is you crazy? You ain't supposed to God. You know what I mean? Because I'm saying, when you do this Alma Burrow thing, even when transitioning, um, I, I witnessed that even in an elevation state, it was times um, that it was just so scary for them. And I would sit in the car two hours and I'd just sit there because, you know, taking the next level in ministry and things like that, it was stressful. And I understood that, but my responsibility was to get them across that, that, that finish line. And that's what I had to do. Whether I had to sit two o'clock in the morning, or four o'clock in the morning, or four o'clock in the afternoon, you know, all of that. Waking up, phone calls, hey, what you doing? Nothing, uh, you know, just getting a call like this. And I, I'm on my way. Let's just go for a ride because that's your life is not yours. That's just that's just the way it is. And God forbid her missing that. Nothing was out of place as. Because I made sure her responsibility was to hear God and to preach the word. And she did, it was not her responsibility to grab a rag, grab a Bible, grab her bag, grab her stock. None of that. Nothing. Did you say her stock? Hmm, all that. All that was in the bag. That's right. You're supposed to have yes. a separate bag. And it's yes. supposed to yeah, stay exactly. at all times. Mm -hmm. Not one pair of glasses. Two, just in case you know, because the enemy is cunning, you know what These I mean. Days, I need to never set up anything for her the day of. Never, I had all that stuff. Set up we, too. we need the to have a whole nother, they ain't listening. To oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna shut up there. No, you don't have to shut up because you. You're mm -hmm. telling the truth, and I mean, I'm just talking it, about walking as one because that's yeah. I had to get there before I could get here. With my uncle, with my bishop, I uh, when we had church, my night wasn't over until he was at his house, which That's means it. that somebody usually drove my car home mm -hmm. um, because I had to drive him and we would go home and we had to wait and make sure that he didn't need anything else once he got in the house. And then everything else. Oh my God. That's what we did. Um, but let me, Pastor White, ask this question. Is there a difference 
in being an armor bearer in our day versus an armor bearer in biblical times, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And is the role of an adjutant much different than the armor bearer? It's not much, but there's a distinct difference. There is a distinct difference. The adjutant has a specific role and does not have the responsibility of carrying the Bible per se or bringing the water. The adjutant is almost like the leader. The leader counts. If the leader gives the adjutant something, the adjutant's word is to be that of the leader. It has that 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 adjutant has uh, a level of authority that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're at um, and a cupbearer, baby, I want well, you to know. Yes, Lord. About that cupbearer. Um, but hmm. an adjutant, say, if you were at a sacred service, because that's usually when adjutants are uh, in the forefront. Um, mm-hmm. the the chief apostle, for lack of words. Uh, most people refer to chief apostle, not leading apostle as we do, but the chief apostle is there um, and uh, he tells the adjutant, go and line them up. And this is how I want them to be. Mm-hmm. When that adjutant come back there, guess what you got to do? Do what they say. And if you don't respect them, then you will be rebuked because they are coming as the voice of the chief. Mm-hmm. The armor bearer doesn't have the same pull. The no, armor bearer no. can come and deliver a message, but doesn't have the same level of authority because the armor bearer's primary is to protect the leader. Primary is to protect. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, I'm not gonna call her um, Elder Shanae. I'll call her Pastor Shanae. Elder Shanae. Uh, yeah, I don't want to call her uh, baby face on here. Elder Shanae. <laughs> um, just call her. <laughs> Yeah, that's my nickname for her, but we want to be respectful. Um, a cup bearer. I will never forget one of the young ladies. Um, she used to be a part of my ministry, and somebody made me a cupcake. Mm-hmm. They made a cupcake, one cupcake, just one, and told them to bring the cupcake to me. You wouldn't eat that. He said to them, "Let me take it and taste it first. If I drop, then you'll know." not to eat this cupcake that's right bless my life because you don't find many people in these days and times that would do that let me drink from this cup first that's That's what a real cup bearer a cup bearer is supposed to see your stink and not tell nobody else nobody if you if you want to stand in the middle of the floor and cuss up a storm do whatever it is we get to see your dirty and then we pray you back we repair you and we move you forward. That's and so right. everybody cannot hold that title as a cupbearer. And it's very few, far and in between because now people are so judgmental. Did you hear what the pastor said? Did you so, so, and so, so they don't qualify to be a cupbearer. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very, armor bearing is, is a very crucial job. Mm-hmm. And everybody that's doing it, I want them to understand this. We talked about this too. You should have a set time set aside where you're praying for your leader. You should have a set time where you're taking out of your day to pray for your leader, to pray, to see what it is that she need to be there. There's a set time that you are supposed to have set aside um, just for your leader. And we kind of got out of our original um, statement, but it was good. It was good. It's actually still there because all of this, Still has to deal with it. Yeah, we can't um, cover. Yeah, um, yeah. It's they, mm-hmm. they they like lock arms. That's why I said this conversation could go on because there's different facets to what we're talking about. Because 
Um, people want something without knowing what it is. I saw somebody else do it. It looked kind of glamorous to me. They no, don't use God, that no. word, but you know, I saw somebody. Oh, I want to be the. I want to walk by the past like that because you just want to be close to the past, and not because you want to serve. And there's a difference uh, in the uh, attitude of a servant, attitude mm -hmm. of the armor bearer. Um, the the adjutants get hit a lot too, but I'm that's not tonight. How do you? Uh, <laughs> cover when when i need to cover how do i cover you when i can't cover myself mm -hmm. you know i'm let's just be real um my heart is broken my heart is broken this this is a scenario my heart is broken um my husband just left me mm -hmm. and i didn't see it coming we weren't having any problems like the average couple. We weren't arguing all the time. Um, he just decided that this is no longer what he wants. And I'm broken by that. I'm confused. I'm hurt. I'm lost. <laughs> and I got to show up tonight for revival and cover you. I don't know too many people that would be able to be effective in that particular, depending on how long it had been. Now, if it just happened tonight, chances are you ain't even going to show up. But if you show up, I commend you highly. And I know that God will bless you. Um, but at that point, it's like you need more help than anybody else right now because I don't only need help for myself. I need help so I can have the ability to continue to serve you. Right. Um, we have to be realistic. I know that Jesus can fix everything. I also know that he won't. Okay. Come on there. So with that being said, um, we have to... That's where I pull out 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. Mm -hmm. In everything, we got to give them thanks for this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, nothing about salvation says that it's supposed to feel good. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel good for him to give it. So it's not going to feel good for us to live it. And... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You just have to... I guess because I'm, I, I, maybe I am too transparent. I just ain't got time. You know, I, I need you to know where, where I am. Now, I'm not going to, you know, tell all of my people, like if I have three or four people that cover me mm -hmm. at any given time, I'm not telling all of them. There's mm -hmm. one somebody that I could tell, this is how I really feel. And mm -hmm. I need you to pray because I can count on that person to pray and still respect me in the morning. Right. Um, he, Jesus thought that everybody that went with him in the garden was going to stay awake, but they didn't. And those was what he thought was his closest. Even the closest one fell asleep. Mm -hmm. You know, and so when we're into this aspect of covering, sometimes we're weak. Sometimes we are asleep. Yes. Sometimes we are asleep. Walking around with our eyes wide shut. Wow. 
we we asleep. Can't see nothing. Can't spot nothing. You know, um, and that's a dangerous place to be. But how can I cover you when I can't cover myself? When somebody has the full answer, I'll be glad to hear it. Me too. Um, I, I've been trying to um, figure that out for myself because um, what I did was I just continued. So, but everybody can't do that. Everybody just can't do that. I did it no matter what. I didn't care how I was feeling. I showed up to serve. Me too. I, I, I showed up. Mm -hmm. I didn't complain. My body language, they say I was upset. Nothing. You know, and maybe to God be the glory, that's probably how I got to where I am now is because of the foundation and what they expected of you. They they, they just didn't tolerate these excuses that we get today. Uh, Pastor Wyatt wants to know if all three positions be one full of the Holy Spirit. Be one full of the Holy Spirit. All these positions be one full of the Holy Spirit. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think about the armor bearer, the agitator, and the cup bearer. I would say yes. I I, I would say yes. Um, there are some that um, there so, there are some that serve that have not yet received the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. um, the the indwelling, the speaking of tongues, but they are full of the Holy Spirit. Um, and, and I think that anything that's walking close to you ought to be almost with you. They're supposed to have your same heartbeat. They're supposed to feel when you feel, and when you don't feel, they're supposed to feel. Huh? Come on in. She sounded like she was feeling that. She did. So we're not going to stay on much longer because this can go on and on and on as you're seeing. Mm -hmm. um, because, like I said, uh, and look, we still got 12 viewers on this side. The people wanted to hear this mm -hmm. um, because nobody's dealing God, with it. I don't have a problem with dealing with it. I don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. With discussing it, I don't have a problem with hearing your point of view because mm -hmm. none of us are just it. Mm -hmm. Okay, how much studying you do, there's somebody that's still gonna know more than you. Because none of us know more than God. Nope. So Amen. Um, you know, and I, I always leave myself open to learning, even if I don't agree with you, I can hear mm -hmm. you. Yes, I can at least hear you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and, and and some people feel like their leader um, doesn't hear them because um, they don't respond like they want them to. Yes. Just because I listen to you doesn't mean I'm going to do what you're saying. That's right. But what I will, I want you to know that I will always listen to you. I will, but it doesn't mean everything you say I'm going to do. There's mm -hmm. some things that if it was uh, your church, then you could do that. But since it's the church God gave me, the vision you're supposed to be working is the one that I have. That's right. And so a lot of us uh, turned out to be renegades because uh, we want what we want. We we want to be the second pastor in the church. And we got two mm -hmm. visions working at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we just it's, it's just not going to go because the Lord said to, for the leader to write the vision and make it plain. That men might grab, grab hold to it and run yes. with it. So we have a responsibility. So as you can see, this is not the end, um, but we're going to end tonight. Um, 
because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Like I said, I wasn't feeling my best when I came on tonight. Mm-hmm. I've been on much longer and my body is now starting to talk to me. Amen. And so I'm going to listen to it. Um, but I appreciate you because I know that you weren't fully up to it mm-hmm. as well tonight. And God has seen fit to come through with us yes. on tonight. And as we see and and read, yeah. there are many people who have these questions and haven't had the opportunity to ask it without mm-hmm. being made to feel bad or without, mm-hmm. you know, con- condemnation. You know, we want people to know that they can come on here and talk and we'll Amen. try to help you. If rebuke is necessary, we will. But for the most part, we're here to help. Mm-hmm. We're here to allow you to um, shed. Mm-hmm. We're here to allow you to shed right. because this still all comes back to loving, loving who you are. That's and right. the only way you can fully do that is to deal with all of the issues from within. So we appreciate you all for being with us on tonight. Yes. Uh, all of the pastors, Pastor Tracy, Pastor Demetria, Pastor Wyatt, uh, Pastor Shanae, Pastor DeVette. Did I miss any pastors? That was it, right? Yes. And to all of the servants who are on here with us, we appreciate you. We appreciate you trusting us yes. with your questions and with, and with your scenarios. And we don't take it lightly and we don't go and have a whole nother discussion after we get off. This mm-hmm. what, what's, what's on here stays here. And Pull these lashes off, honey. You know, um, nobody can beat me telling on me. So what That's I say, it. I can repeat. You don't have to go mm-hmm. tell nobody for me. I'll do it. You know, they can come and ask me. And so what we're trying to do is help people shed and, and get rid of the layers. And then as they grow, the new layers the new layers would be freeing and they won't be so heavy. They'll be a little mm-hmm. more light. And so that's what we want for people to be um, light. You can, you can carry a lot of offices and still be light because you wear it well. That's right. And so this is what I choose to do in this season is just not to let, I can't let everybody know that they're getting to me. I might cry, but guess where I'm going to do it at home, not in front of you. Mm-hmm. I won't let you know what you just did, mm-hmm. but God will know. And you ought to be careful about that for those of you who have mouths on leaders. The Bible says, woe unto you that have your leaders come to him in grief concerning you. I just I just paraphrased, but that's what he said. Right. That's what he said. Whoa. He don't say woe that often, but he woe. So be careful how we deal with leadership whether they you whether you feel they're right or wrong your job mm-hmm. is to pray for them because god deals with leadership not you god deals with leadership and so that's a whole nother thing but um i'm glad it helped you Brittany. i want you to um i want you to get some alone time um Brittany. i want you to get some alone time and ask god to show you how to serve. Ask God to show you how to serve. Um, I'm not saying that you're not doing it now, um, but if he's telling me to tell you this, that means that there's room for growth. There is something else um, that you needed to know that tonight you found out about. I want you to not beat yourself up about it. 
but just go to Please, God and ask him to help. Um, ask him to help you. Um, we have to learn um, that even though you my 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 girl, you my peeps, you my leader too. And there's just certain things I can't say. There's certain actions that cannot happen. Um, I tell you, for instance, like with me, if I'm calling you and you don't answer at the time, okay, you might be busy. But if you don't call me for the, by the end of the day, you get rebuked. Because ain't no way you can have your phone on you all that time and not see my call. I'm the, I'm the only call you ain't see. You really want me to believe that? That it wasn't in your call log? Then you're going to screenshot your log. Dummy, I know you can edit. I'm, come on. Like, yeah, that part. And, 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 and if I'm reaching out to you, that means that I need you. And the purpose of you being my servant is to answer me. Even if you have to answer me and say, is it all right if I get back to you? Mm-hmm. But do not. <laughs> so awesome. that's, blatant, that's blatant disrespect. That's blatant disrespect. And I've had to say that um, on more than one occasion, but not to the same person. When people, you know, they see that that person that I am, that I'm always there trying to help, trying to help, trying to help. But when I call on you, because you know, especially if you know I'm, I'm calling you to deal with you and you're just not going to answer me or I'm going to text you and you're going to tell me you're on another call or something. And then the next day I call you and I say, you still on the phone? That's what she That's what I said. do. That's what she That's did. what I do. Or if you had the doctor's appointment, I'm like, "Ooh, your doctor must have different hours." That's what she did. You know, um and and I and and that's my nice way. Because if I'm reaching out to you as a leader, you have no idea wow. whether it's this urgent, is- emergent yeah. or not. And to ignore cuz that's what it's called, to mm-hmm. ignore it is disrespectful. All right, Pastor Shane. <laughs> um, I ain't played that anytime I leave. Mm-mm. I just didn't do it. Some of this stuff that they're bold enough to do now, and I just never did with my leader. I just didn't. So, um, Brittany, I'm saying this because I wanted to help you. I don't know if that's your situation, but I'm, he, he has me sharing it. And so I have to trust that if it has not happened many times, it's happened at least once. And so I want you to understand that disrespect is more than having a lot of mouth with your leader. It's she if no it's well, I'm just saying you it's more than that because that's what most people equate the disrespect to by you know you going back and forth with me and, and I'm your leader. It, that shouldn't be. Um but it's it's more than that when um more to disrespect than your mouth is ignoring me when I'm reaching out to you. Um, <laughs> Reginald had to call off the screen. Hey, baby boy, you you in late, but you got in here. I don't know how long you've been here because you just I now commented. You know, I baby don't boy. Say <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you, they think because you don't say something, you don't realize that that's what's happening. But ain't no way you had your phone all day, and I'm the only message missing. It uh, said they edit the call. Oh, that's, that's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> they screenshots to you like you ain't know they edited it before. You could delete that before you send me the screenshot. I'm going to figure that one out. Oh, you just slide it over. You, I'll show you later. Thank you, baby boy. I love you for that. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say just because I don't speak on the thing doesn't mean I don't know that it's happening. 
you know, and so disrespect is is in all different forms. It's not just you going back and forth with your mouth. It's really not. And so when you know better, you do better. So um, tonight we hope that something we've said, the three of us and all of you who have commented, you between, there's a rebuke in the wind if you don't answer. I want everybody to know. Everybody know because when I was in Jersey, I would come to your house. So yeah, when I was in Jersey, if I knew where you was at, yeah. So because I want you to know that I know you just blatantly like not answering me. Um, and and that's not cool. Um, there's nothing wrong with answering the phone and saying, Can I can we do this at another time? Or because your leader would be very insensitive if they didn't, you know, adhere to if there's something going on in your home at the moment or whatever. And I can use my niece. Um, uh, Elder Denson, you know, she'll tell you in a minute, okay, I, I can't do it right now, but I can do it after this, or I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to give dinner to the husband, you know, can it wait? You know, mm -hmm. those are her, her responses. She never just not acknowledges. And, and that's all we're asking you to do and be realistic and don't be a liar. You know, if you if you know that you can't, you don't. She'll call you a liar, guys. Just in case you don't know. Yes, she just did. Just. She, oh. Okay. Yep. She just made that plain right there. <laughs> Praise God. That's not just mad extra, but it's a bit too cunning and deceitful. It is signs of a habitual narcissistic, narcissistic sociopath. Come with the words, baby boy. You better, you better put but them words. Habitual means you do it all the time. Uh -uh. You repeat the mm -hmm. thing. Narcissistic means you know. Oh, we know what that means. Okay, mm -hmm. it's social. That's good. So, um, <laughs> so thank you, baby boy. Thank you for that. Um, you should go to school to be a counselor. Huh? But um, he it, it's just a real thing, and it and, and there's nothing wrong with saying, "Can I get back to you?" But make sure you get back. That's all. Just make it's sure okay. you get back. Not three days later, because you don't know whether I'm needing you urgently or emergently. I just said I could wait. So um, tonight we thank you for those of you who participated. It's time to go. It's time to go. Um, you know, um, I'm in my nephew space right now. My God baby space, I call him nephew. That's my God baby. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in his space right now, and he probably somewhere being real patient with us. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, he probably listening. Mm -hmm. He listen. He he he, he, he takes in too. But um, I thank you all, Pastor Hall. Thank you. This won't be your not last pleasure. time. I, I I want you to come on as often as you can and want to. Um, uh, Pastor say you're coming to run. Talk about that on the next live. <laughs> what happens when you run from ministry? What happens no, when you run from ministry? That's our next live. <laughs> Instead of following the leader, you running. But um, <laughs> well, they be shoot shots fired tonight. Thank you, Pastor Shanae. Thank you because yes. you always participate when you um are on here and you mm -hmm. share with us and you're transparent. I appreciate you, Tanasia, as well. Um, mm -hmm. y'all are always very transparent. Pastor Wyatt, thank you for joining in and participating in the conversation. Pastor Demetria, thank you for your comments and your questions. We appreciate it. We don't take it lightly. Baby boy, yes. thank you for chiming in and letting mm -hmm. your mom know that you are right here and you got her back at all times. Thank you so much to yes. the best, bestie ever um, who just does not allow me to drop the ball. 
Um, God bless you, son. She, she just um, has me. Bless you, pal. Um, yeah, she has me being consistent. And if I got to be consistent, y'all got to be consistent. That's, that's why I came saying. on here. No, that's not Pop. That's Pastor White from Plainfield. They just have the same name. Oh. Look. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm lost. What happened? Oh, that's not my pop. No. Hi, Pastor. I wasn't I like, You're like, yeah, pop. I'm over here like, yo, pop, what's up? <laughs> oh, it's time for bed. Come on, Austin. Y'all got me calling. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, Pastor Sorry, White. Sorry, pop. Is Prophet Larry. Um. <laughs> that's the name why you put all those faces. Well, thank yeah, you, this, so, thank this, you, Shawnee. Uh, thank you, sweet precious. That's not funny, y'all. I'm gonna be like, yeah, Bob. The whole hour and forty. I wasn't gonna say nothing. I wasn't gonna say. <laughs> oh, that's his brother, sweet Jesus. Did <laughs> we got the benediction? This, this was this was nice the conversation. He I'm, said it's I'm, okay. He said it's uh, okay. I'm, okay, I'm sorry. He said it's okay. We do. We love you guys and we appreciate you. We don't take these really weeks, uh, for granted. <laughs> we um we really, you know, laughter's good, y'all. Laughter's good. She said Shani said it's the face for me. Um, <laughs> y'all pray for me. I got a shirt coming. <laughs> so um we will meet here again next Wednesday. I was gonna say is that Thanksgiving night, but we will meet here again next Wednesday. Uh, we won't be on here long because that, you know, is our fellowship weekend. And so our focus is going to be on the weekend. But we will come on here long enough to say, hey, you know, and, and have a conversation. We are looking forward to it. Oh, Pastor Jal Elder Jalil was on here. I knew I saw another name. Elder Jalil was on here. Elder Jalil Merrill was on here earlier. Um so and and pastor rivera that was who it is um i know i saw somebody else so we never want to um that's why i don't like calling names because i might miss somebody but i want mm -hmm. you to know that we appreciate you and yeah, we really right. are signing out um apostle wyatt and um pastor hall are going to have the last words so pastor hall is going to give us some closing remarks and apostle wyatt is going to pray us out <laughs> i just handed over to mom my real mother right here, right there, <laughs> over there. You hear, why are they laughing at me? Because <laughs> you ain't got no words for us now. You ain't got no I, words for I'm people. stunned. I'm up here. Call. We ready? Wait. Wait. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you, Mom. We Shana, thank God for my daughter tonight. That's the hall. <sighs> Auntie, you over there linked over. She is tickle pink over here. Oh my goodness. God has a way of doing things. We run on this side. Oh. The world, still take place outside. Because it will never return void. Amen. It will not. It will amen. What it amen. Is amen. 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 We thank God Tenacious for all of you for joining us tonight. Tanisha says she love you. <laughs> to my daughter pastor hall thank you so much mm -hmm. um it was really good tonight 
you, yes. you look lighter. Um, laughter was good. We thank mm. God. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> we go pray. Praise and we God. Thank you, log off. Thank you for real, though. Thank you to all of those that chatted with us, to mm -hmm. all of those that had questions, that asked questions. Um, Minister Brittany, we're going to be talking to you again real soon. Um, because I believe that she's an awesome, awesome person. She she's a sweetheart. A little guidance, that's all. And we're going to help mm -hmm. her get there. Um, and to anybody else that need us, the inboxes are open. After 1 o'clock, we don't respond. So if you inbox us and it's after 1, we'll catch you tomorrow. Um, For um, He's not on here. <laughs> my pop is not on here, people. It was, it, God, I saw the L and Wyatt. I just, you know. For those of you that will be with us for next weekend, well, we're going to be praying for Apostle uh, Wyatt. Uh, she has yes. eulogized her best friend, and, and that's not an easy task mm -hmm. to do when you love somebody and you have that kind of love. Um, so uh, for those of you who will be with us, Next weekend for Fellowship Weekend, we will be talking to the armor bearers again. We will. Um, we were supposed to have the return to the Swiss Guards PA um, this weekend, actually, but uh, the responses were not where we wanted them to be. So we moved it to the spring, but we will address something. Um, she said, "Now glasses." I'm screaming. Um, we Locker. will, um, and so we look forward to seeing you guys. Come and join us if you want. We're going to be in the Bronx all weekend having a late night musical. I'm I'm excited I'll about that. Late in, night funeral. She'll be there Saturday. That's right. <laughs> I'm having a fit that she's not going to be there. But we'll be all right. This will be the first time we have not done this together. And so it's a lot for That's me. That's the hall going to hold me down. I, I, know. I was just about to say I do my best to hold it down for you. So um, we are going to be there. If you know somebody that sings, dances, choir, psalmist, whatever. We're gonna be. We're gonna <laughs> have. We're gonna have a late night musical. <clears throat> if you're in the New York area, join us. We're gonna be at 1981 Hughes five, Avenue. Yeah. 1981 Hughes Avenue in the Bronx. Rebirth Empowerment Restoration Center. Yeah. Pastor Jessica Hester. We will be there Friday night, and we have Elder Jalil Marrow for the young people, and we're going to be. In, they are going to be in t-shirt and jeans. They are going to be in t-shirts and jeans. Um, and, th and then Saturday morning, we have morning glory Lord, at nine o'clock in the morning. We have morning glory. Then we go right into our classes. Then we break about 12 o'clock and we usually do an activity. I don't know what the Hesters have planned, skating, bowling, what, I don't know what they have planned, but okay. if not, we'll be going back to our hotel rooms and enjoying that time. And coming back at the five o'clock hour with Bishop Sean Sewells, who will be with us for the Saturday evening service. And immediately following that service, starting at 10 o'clock, we're going to have our late night musical. And then Sunday is 12 noon. That's why we're doing it Saturday night instead of Friday night. So nobody have a reason for not being at morning glory. Um, but we will have service at 12 o'clock and we will be having a full dinner immediately thereafter. We will be catechizing. Uh, past the hall and we're looking forward to her her passing the catechism that's right so we can, um, this so, so we can do this ordination but um we love y'all 
what's this Sunday? This Sunday, if you if you're in the PA area, come on down here and be with us uh, as we celebrate Apostle Wyatt. Uh, we have Bishop Douglas Woodall from Queens, New York, Far Rockaway, New York, Queens, New York. Bishop Douglas Woodall will be with us on Sunday morning at eleven thirty. Come on and join us. Uh, we're going to have a good time in the Lord. The Lord has been doing some crazy things wherein mm -hmm. we are glad. Uh, for those of you in the Newark area, we're going to be doing another food giveaway. Uh, I believe it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, we are going to be doing that on December 4th. We're going to have another Broken Crayon Still Color platform in Newark okay. dealing with mental illnesses, um, uh, special needs uh we're going to have an, uh, that's our next sister circle as well so it's going to be a full day of workshops dancing singing food laughter get your t-shirt get your t-shirt done uh by yours truly queen's design broken crown still color i'll be promoting the shirt very soon but i know that's a lot but just follow our page um and again <laughs> thank you all for those of you who stayed to the end Thank mm -hmm. you, because we still got nine of the 12 people we had on this page. And wow. we still have five of the people we had on this, which means that tonight uh, people really wanted to to hear. And, and whoever, we pray that something we said helped you. Yes. We really do. We pray that something we said helped you. Um, and feel free to inbox us if you have conversations you want discussed. Mm -hmm. We crazy enough to do it. Uh, so let us know. And, and we will try our best to make it happen. So Pastor Hall's going to pray us out since she didn't have nothing else to say. And we're going to close. I just feel like I'm being picked on tonight. <laughs> oh, God. Again, thank you. Um, <laughs> Pop, Pop loves you, Pastor Hall. <laughs> you guys. Don't <laughs> tell my Pop on you guys. What? <laughs> Let's pray us out. <laughs> Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you tonight. We give you glory. We praise you for this time that you oh have allowed God. us to come together to laugh. Father, to give those what they need. Father, to help them move on a little further. God, those that are struggling, those that are wounded, those that are hurting, we pray tonight, yes, God, that you will lift their spirit. We thank you, as mm -hmm. always, for our founder. Continue to bless yes, her. Continue yes, to strengthen yes, her, as is my prayer, as you give her wisdom, as you lead and guide her. Father, yes, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Apostle Amen. Yearwood, that's the other one I remember. Yes, Apostle so, Yearwood. Apostle Yearwood, yes, 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 yes. Why is Tanisha on here telling us she got to go to the bathroom? I'm praying guys. for the people of God. Please. Good night, y'all. Good night. I mean, love you. I love, love you so much. Love you, Auntie. Love you. <laughs> Praise God. She said, Love you, Auntie. Oh, long off. I, I got her number. Ooh. I'm out. See you. Good night, all. <laughs> y'all praying for me. Praise yes. Me. Please, because I'm finna get in trouble. Where's my pop? Good night, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>